Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrier. And we're not experts, okay? (laughs) That's true, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. We are, and this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Indeed. But please remember, we are podcast hosts, not experts. And we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. You can also text us there. You can email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Indeed. And please do remember that we have a website, forever35podcast.com, with links to everything we mentioned on the show. And you can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. Join the Forever 35 Facebook group, pass through there as serums, and you can sign up for our newsletter yeah. at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And we have a new issue going out this week. So check that out. 
check it out. You know, Dory, we received so many messages about your protest, really, against Big Clock, because you went on a bit of a rant about daylight saving time, daylight savings time, and then... Saving, saving time. Daylight saving time? Yes. I always think of it as daylight savings, like savings in a bank. I know, I know, but... uh, I've been corrected many times that it is daylight saving time. So here I am correcting you. (laughs) Well, our esteemed United States Senate couldn't get a COVID bill passed, but they made, (laughs) they approved a bill to make daylight saving time permanent. Way to go, government and bureaucracy. Did anyone know this was coming? I did not know this was coming. It was so random. Like It felt so random. Yeah. Yeah. I had heard nothing about this. Our conversation about this was not predicated on the knowledge that this was happening. No. Okay. I will say... I posted about this on our Instagram, on Twitter, on the forever, on my personal Instagram. And I did get a few messages from people who were like, I really don't want this to happen. I live in the Northeast. And if this happens, my kids will be walking to school in the dark. Yeah, this is Anthony's anger about this. He was not happy about this decision. Yeah. I mean, look, it hasn't happened yet. It still has to pass the House, and the House might not pass it. And then Joe Biden has to write it into law. Like, Joe Biden. What is happening? I know. I know. But, you know, so I I hear that. Yeah, that that. would be annoying. But I do love how light it is now at night. So I'm kind of like, well, you know who doesn't love it? Young Henry. Oh, well, that's it's hard when you're little. He's I, so confused. He's like, where is the dark? Yeah, I mean, that why, is very confusing. Why is it not dark? Yeah, because he's used to going. And he doesn't, I don't think he remembers last March when we changed right, the right. clocks. You know what I mean? Like, in his mind, he goes to bed when it's dark out. Yeah, yeah. So, I get that. I mean, look, as I said on the last podcast, I I just take umbrage with the whole idea of changing clocks. I think that that is confusing and disorienting. And I think we should just choose one and stick with it, whether it is standard time or saving time. Well, look, Dory, I'm just, I'm proud that, you know, clearly all the United States senators are listening to this podcast and they I mean, rushed, look, they rushed to the, make this we legislation. Were on the cutting edge. Yes. <laughs> we have a direct line to the United States Senate. <laughs> Congratulations to you on, you know, just predicting this. Thank you, Kate. I really, yeah, you know, I really feel like I was on the cutting edge here. You were. And we got so (sighs) many messages about it. I was really chuckling yesterday because the text messages were coming (laughs) in. (laughs) Big news for Dory. The day after the pot aired on Daylight Savings Time, a bill has passed make it permanent important <laughs> news for dory regarding permanent daily sa- i mean i'm reading these are texts dory has received numerous text messages thank you we hear you 
So many people sent a Reuters article. I mean, it just really was making me chuckle yesterday. So, oh my goodness. Uh, you know, can I mention a quick thingamajig? I got a facial yes. the other day and okay. the, facial, the facialist was wonderful. I'm going back. Um, but the facialist is a big fan of IS Clinical. A oh. line I've never tried that is very pricey. Yeah. Okay. And she gave me some samples to try out. So I'm very excited to try out some IS Clinical because she was raving about it. Ooh. Yeah. What are you going to try from them? She gave me um, their active serum, their cleansing complex, and then one of their eye creams to try. Ooh, okay. So I just wanted to throw I'm that excited. out there. Any IS Clinical fans are in the uh, audience. I'd love to hear your thoughts because I've always stared at that line, but never... Never like, you know, thought it was possible for me, but maybe, mm, but maybe it is. Maybe it is. Anyway, Dory, I would love an Invisalign update from you because you have really been focusing on your teeth and, I and I would love to hear how it's going. I also want to report that my children tell me that if they get braces, they demand they're getting Invisalign. And they also tell me that their kid, the kids at school who have it don't take them out to eat lunch. So I need to know what's going on here. What? Yeah. I was like, Ellen, like my friend, really? like my daughter's friend, I think has it. And I was like, well, are they always taking it out? And she was like, never. Now maybe she doesn't notice. I have no idea. I don't know. I honestly don't know how you could, like, you can't really, you couldn't really chew if you had them in. <laughs> maybe they're just like drinking smoothies. I don't, I mean, I, I can't figure it out. Anyway, what I, is your I mean, I personally update? would not want to eat with them in. That seems very uncomfortable and also seems like you would get a lot of stuff like stuck in them. Mm, so that yeah. surprises me. Um, it's going very well. I just had an appointment with my orthodontist. Um, she, I'm, I'm in like the last, like, I think eight weeks of it, which is wild. It's been it's been a year mm. since I've been doing it. My teeth are almost straight. <laughs> can you Wait, see them? Hold on. Yeah, they are straight. I can see them. They're just Dory about is straight. Sticking out <laughs> her bottom teeth <laughs> through a webcam, but it lo- they look good. My bottom teeth were very crooked, and they're almost straight now. There's like one tooth that's kind of stubborn, um, and she is going to tweak the last few trays for me. And I will have to go back um, soon to get those. But yeah, it's been going really well. I mean, I I recommend it. I do see people asking if they if like their kids should get it. And like, I, I mean, I guess if like if you if you think your kid could handle it, then sure. But it does seem like like I feel like I've almost lost them a, a few times and. I don't know. It's like, it's a, it does seem like a lot of responsibility, but maybe, maybe kids are more responsible than I think. I can definitely report to you that, uh, according to my children, many people have Invisalign. Many children, other children at school. Yeah. Wow. This is so interesting. Also, many children just have regular old metal braces, but they seem to know, they seem to be aware of Invisalign and we've never talked about it, nor have they listened to this podcast. So I, so they're getting it from school. Yeah. You know who has, who I see on social media has regular braces is Northwest. Oh, she does? Mm hmm. Yeah. Social media 
Influencer Northwest, who I yeah. happen to follow on TikTok. Yeah. She's real cute. I really She's like very Northwest. cute. <laughs> and she <laughs> has she has she has old school braces. Oh, that's intriguing. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. fascinated by that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Maybe when we have Kim Kardashian on the podcast, we can ask her about we that. We can ask her. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, well, well, Kate, that is our Invisalign update. I okay, will thank you for that. Sure, they look great. Thank you. I will be sure to report back once I'm fully done. And um, yeah. Well, Dory, let's tootaloot on over to the ad break because when we get back, we're going to hear from a couple of new parents with some questions and some comments. All right. BRB. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh god, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. 
We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out, so I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, we are back Mm -hmm. with a voicemail. Hi, this is a uh, first-time mom here. I'm about uh, four months out. Um, It's self-care. It's getting off work early on a Friday and not texting your husband or your babysitter so that you can go to Target by yourself and touch all the things. That's all. Love you guys. Bye. Now, I like this because it's not just that going to Target is self-care. It's not checking in. Yes, totally. Which truly is a form of a boundary setting. And I really yeah. admire that. I really admire yeah. that. Way to go, listener. Yeah, you know... um, kind of inspired by some conversations that we have been having um, over on the Now We're Talking discussion threads, which Dory's you can newsletter. find at Dory's newsletter. Yeah, my newsletter, which you can find at dory.substack.com. Um, I asked some questions on my Instagram about mom guilt. Like, mm. do you feel guilty when you leave when you're when you like leave your children to kind of like do your own, you know, to do whatever. I and answered this question people, on your Instagram. What did you or say? in the newsletter? I said, "Fuck no." I have ne- I to be honest, I don't and I have left my kids to, to go do shit since they were babies. So, okay, I feel the same. Um but I was actually I was quite surprised by the number of people who said that they feel guilty um Yes, they feel guilty or they sometimes feel guilty. And then I asked for some, you know, elaboration on that. And people mm. had some really, some really interesting thoughts. So, you know, I, I think that this is really great for this listener, um, to be doing this. You obviously have to do what is at your comfort level. But one thing that someone said who said they don't feel guilty, um, that I thought was like a really great point is that it's actually good to model for your kids that like, yeah. You have your own life and you have your own interests and you do your own things and you have friends. Like it's a way of kind of modeling being a grown up that I think is healthy. I sometimes say that to my children when they're like, why are you blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, because I have this and I like to do this and I know you'll be fine. Like I'll just straight up just tell. Now, I mean, now they're old enough to comprehend and have those conversations. Yeah. Um, but I, I have. You know, I've always felt comfortable with it. And then I've always felt kind of embarrassed that I didn't feel guilty because so many people have been like, I've never left my kid. And I feel so guilty. And I'm like, does this mean I don't care or I don't care enough about my children? Like, what does it mean that I'm okay going away for a night when one of them is like five months old? But I, I don't know. I just felt okay about it. And I felt secure that, you know, obviously my spouse can handle it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think that's, but I think it's also the kind of thing where everybody needs space to decide what's comfortable for them. Totally. Right? And no yes. judgment free zone. Of course. Yeah. That being said, touching all the things in Target is the best. Ugh. 
So fun. You head over to that Magnolia home section for a little <laughs> Chip and Joanna Gaines action. Uh, uh, um, well, Kate, we have another voicemail. This is a very sweet message from a listener that really cheered me up. Hi, Cat and Dora in the Hole Forever Years 35 family. My name's Jen. I'm from New Brunswick, Canada. And I'm turning 33 tomorrow. So I'm a new mom. I had a pandemic baby. And I had a little window for a little childcare. So I thought, okay, today's my day. I'm just going to go take a little me time because self-care is looking and feeling a heck of a lot different in this stage of life. Um, so I wanted to tell you about my very glamorous little moment that I'm having. I am sitting in my car in a parking lot uh, listening to nothing because quiet kind of feels good. But I'm drinking this really awesome coffee. I'm reading this terrific book by a lady named Kate Spencer that, oh my God, it's like warm and cozy and just mm, feels nice because um, it's winter here and, you know, <laughs> I could use all the warm and cozy I can get. Anyway, I wanted to say thank you for this whole community and the podcast because having a pandemic baby has been isolating and kind of lonely. I mean, I've had some of the best moments of my life in the last few months. I love my daughter more than anything, but it's lonely. And having this community has really helped and it's given me a boost because it just feels like friends, you know, whether it's going on Facebook and joining in or even just kind of lurking and looking at the comments and the the posts, but also listening to the podcast. So I just wanted to say there's a lot going on in the world that's heavy and hard and I wish it wasn't, but there's all kinds of good people out there too. And I'm thinking about this community and thinking about the people in my life and sending a lot of love to all of you. So, um, saving a little moment, thought I'd say hi. Um, I hope everyone is okay. And like I said, I'm sending so much love. So have a great day. Cheers. Take a little moment and just deep breath. Love you friends. Bye. Oh, she had such a wonderful Canadian accent. Now, doesn't that just make you feel good? Didn't that just kind of like warm your little heart a little bit? It did. It was it such did. a sweet message to this, the entire podcast community. Oh, so sweet. And I appreciate that they noted how lonely it can be being a new parent. Yeah. And it's been lonely in this pandemic for parents and for non-parents. It's been a yeah. lonely period. I also love the feeling of sitting in your car with the quiet mm-hmm. in a parking lot. I just love being in a parking lot, looking at my phone for like 30 minutes. Totally. <laughs> do you do that? Oh, yes. Yes. Or yes. my driveway. Or I just sit in my driveway for like I was, 30 minutes. I did that yesterday. I was just sitting in my driveway. And then I feel like Matt was like, what is happening? (laughs) Oh, always. Like, eventually, if my family's home, someone Uh, will look out the window and I've just been out there for 45 minutes. But I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, shifting gears a wee bit, we received this email question. Hello, lovely ladies. I'm sitting here in my bedroom office staring at my bed as I do most days. I've tried over the past few years to try to upgrade our sleeping space, sheets, comforter, pillows, bed frame. We are incredibly fortunate to do this. However, I can never seem to get the bed to come together. I realize looking like a catalog might be a stretch, but I wondered if you or any listeners has any advice, had any advice on bedscaping. P.S. My husband was a recipient of not one, but two superlatives in high school, and he won't stop talking about them every chance he gets. It's been exactly 20 years. Lasai. 
I want to know what they are. I need to know what the superlatives are. What if it's like biggest hunk and Ooh. like smartest brain? I would, I would hold on to those. Uh, um, so friend of the pod, Elizabeth Olson, uh, who was on the show I don't know, two months ago or something. She recently did over her bedroom and it was so in Domino good. magazine and we will link to it. She, I mean, she's an amazing genius and just she's has like a like visual such, designer. She's a visual. Yeah. But it might, you know, it might give you some ideas mm. and um, yeah, I like I have been thinking lately that, you know, I've been in this like white bedding mode for like 10 oh, years. Okay, okay. And I think I want to like mix it up a little bit. I'm ready for I, something new. I like a pattern. I will tell you how we do our bed. And I think our bed looks reasonably put together when we make it, um, which mm-hmm. I try to make it every day, even though, you know, the, the many pillows drives my husband nuts, but we have, um, a comforter and then, you know, our, our sleeping pillows. And then I have three, I guess, what would you call them? Like big shams mm-hmm. that I line. I think they're called shams. They're like big square pillows that I line up and I have different sets. Sometimes those match the, um, duvet or the quilt and other times they're like the same color but a little different for some pattern mm-hmm. and then i have two throw pillows um that are in the similar color palette but different like style different print so i think i think there's like something that pulls it together and also uh stuff that kind of makes it different i will tell you i really do like um Serena and Lily for some of their bedding, although it's gotten a little kind of bland over the last couple of years, but it's a pricey bedding place. You could definitely get more affordable bedding, but I do have stuff from there that I really like. Um, and I do think like mm-hmm. the three big pillows help because they hide all the like frumpily sleep pillows. Like those are yes. hard to make look yes, nice. Yes, You've got to yes. hide the frumple pillows. Yes. So All that's right. my tip. That's my tip. I think a nice bed set is key. But let, look, the most important thing is that it feels good to sleep in. Totally. Totally. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Dory, it's uh, time for a break. All right. Let's take a break. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel 
I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right, we are back with an email. Hi, Catendor. Big fan here. I've been listening to the pod since literally episode one, and I listen to every single ep of Here For You, too. Thank you for all that you do. Kind of shy, so I haven't written in before, but ever since Kate started talking about the healing power of nature, I've been keeping my ears peeled for any mention of nature therapy and or forest bathing on the pod. And I got so excited when y'all dis- when y'all discussed forest bathing with Megan O'Rourke because I've recently pivoted careers to become a certified forest bathing guide. Yes, it's a real thing. Of course, one can do forest bathing solo, but we guides are here for you to metaphorically, quote, open the door to the healing power of nature therapy. If any of your listeners are interested in forest bathing, but are maybe not quite sure how to do it or would prefer to wander out in nature with a trained and certified guide, they can head to natureandforesttherapy.earth. And then there is a worldwide member map um, and they can find a guide near them. And if they're located anywhere near New York City or Westchester or the lower Hudson Valley, hit me up at forestbaths.earth. Well, hello, sweet, shy listener. Wow. Okay. This sounds absolutely lovely. It really does. I am curious. Like, I actually am kind of interested in this because I'm, I would be curious as how, as to how like nature therapy or forest bathing differs from just like a walk in the woods. Yeah. And it sounds like it's kind of like they're offering a guided meditation while you were in that outdoor space. But I'm very curious. Yeah. Maybe I've got to hit up a forest bathing therapist or well, just you a know, forest looking, bathing guide. I'm looking at this listener's website right now, and she has private virtually guided group walks. Oh, that's interesting. So I'm intrigued. Like we could, I wonder if she could do it. Like we could walk in Los Angeles. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what. I think that's what happens. That's really cool. Yeah. So, private family walks. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I might, this might be a thing I get into. I, I'm, I'm down. I mean, yeah. this just seems really lovely. And also just congrats on your career switch. Totally. Yes. Very exciting. <sighs> All right. Well, we're going to end with one final email. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm a listener to your podcast from India and keenly look forward to your episodes. Often they are a companion to that monotonous task, cooking. Thank you. I know I cook to so many podcasts. My question is, I have numerous creative ideas that keep coming to my mind. Say to start a podcast or a newsletter, etc. I am a writer too, but limit myself to pieces that I share with friends. I am not on social media. And every time an idea occurs, my first thought is that there are numerous people out on these platforms doing the same thing. And I will not be able to create a niche for myself. I get overwhelmed at this thought, freeze and give up the idea. I was wondering if you could please counsel me on this. After I heard about Dory starting a newsletter on Substack, I thought, how easily this is done by you. And perhaps it's all a matter of confidence. Is it a matter of confidence, Dory? Um, I, I mean, I'm sure confidence confidence is definitely a part of it. Um. You know, I was just sort of having a similar conversation with with a, a few friends about this, and we were marveling at people who um, seem to be able to just kind of like go into things, mm. you know, and and that I mean that does take I think a certain level of confidence, and I think sometimes it almost takes like. <sighs> an almost willful mm, ignorance Mm. of like Mm -hmm. your own perceived shortcomings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just kind of real blind confidence. Yeah. It's like blind. It's just like they don't even think about that. They just kind of move forward. And like, it's a little bit of like a fake it till you make it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think what I hear a lot from people who want to write or, you know, do something creative is like, well, I feel like everything's been done. And I think that is like the biggest obstacle for a lot of people is feeling like they have nothing to add. And that I think is like the first thing to get over um, because you do have something to add. Like you have not told your story, you know, this story yet. You have not given your perspective or put your spin on something. Definitely. I, you know, I just um, did an event with uh, Farah Heron, who is a writer. And she had a new book com- come out that's really great. It's called Camila Knows Best. And it's a retelling of Jane Austen's Emma. And Emma has been retold many times, like, you know, Clueless is a retelling Clueless, of Emma, yeah. other books. Yeah, other books. And Farah's book is fantastic. And so great and different from every other retelling of Emma. And it's totally uh, worthy uh, of being out in the world. And so I think, you know, like, for example, I write romance tropes. There's so many tropes in romance. Every romance book has a trope. Like I didn't write the first, you know, like coworker romance to ever exist. I wrote probably the one millionth. So you, you, I think you, you, everything is derivative, 
Like everything is inspired by something else, but none of it has your voice or your spin. And so that is what makes it, that is what makes it unique. Your voice, your life experience, your perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing I wanted to say is that I saw a lot of myself in this comment where you have an idea and then your brain immediately takes you like way down the path and you get so worried about this thing that hasn't even happened yet and may never happen that you freeze up. And I do this. I do this. And so I really uh, empathize with you. And Mm -hmm. I would say, like, I used to get an idea for a book and then I'd be like, well, I wonder what the cover, you know, like, what's it going to be like when the book comes out? Like, I hadn't written a word of this book idea. And I would get ahead of myself and I was like, everyone will hate it. And then I wouldn't do it. So when you have an idea, write the idea down so it's in a permanent place and then let it sit and think on it and give yourself like, I like to go for a walk and I'll kind of think on the idea that I'm having. Give yourself room and space to let it breathe and then just kind of slowly build on it. But mm-hmm. letting your, without letting your, um, those kind of thoughts stop you um, for the reasons that I think we've already mentioned. But just think about the your creative work as small building blocks, not like one giant thing and then another giant thing. You're just adding little by little by little by little, and eventually it will build into something bigger. I don't know. If, I, I'm not sure. I totally articulate what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> I don't know. Building blocks. Building blocks. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, maybe other people have ideas on that kind of like creative, What's what would be the word for it? Like the way we stop ourselves from trying something new. It doesn't even have to be a creative thing. It's like, I want to learn how to play tennis. Oh, and it's like, and then you stop your, you know, you might stop yourself for a variety of reasons. It can be anything. Yeah. Career changes, all, all sorts of stuff. What do we do? How do we, how do we nudge those voices aside? It's hard. I think it takes practice. I think it also takes failure mm, and rejection. Boy, does it ever. Ugh, and like yep. learning that like the world doesn't end if you fail or you get rejected and like how you respond to that failure or rejection is kind of what separates, I think, the people who end up, you know, doing the thing from the yeah. people who don't. Because it's not like the people who do the thing never got rejected or never failed, right? Like everyone has failed. Everyone has been rejected. Um, so it's, but we only see the successes. I think that's that's the, that's that's the thing. Like, you know, we only see the successes. And when you only see the successes, I think it's, it's easy to assume that no one else has been rejected or no one else has failed. I mean, this is why, like, when I got the the news about my paperback not being published, I was like, I need to just like talk about this because mm. I want people to know that like this sucks and I'm really bummed about it. And like, yeah. this is, you know, this is something that happens. So just because I like, you know, got a newsletter out doesn't mean that I didn't just have something that made me feel like shit. You know what I mean? I do. I mean, you know, I wrote a memoir. It's a published book. And that's like very cool to see. And that's the thing that people see. But let me tell you how many people rejected that book before Mm. someone wanted to buy it. 
let me, I mean, it was one after the other, after the other. Just, you know, I liked it, but I don't, I don't see like, how would we position this? Like just, just like nice feedback, but like, and perfectly fine. Like they had reasons to reject it. Yeah. You know, like that, that is not, our failures are never um, really kind of shown alongside our successes. I really love Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic. I just think it's such a fantastic book on creativity and I highly recommend it for anybody to read or maybe to listen to the audio book. I just think it's, it's like a real pep talk. It'll get you, it'll get you feeling good and I think excited about creativity and also accepting of failure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, Dory, this has been fun. It has been. Always <laughs> great to see you, Kate. It's lovely to see you. Listeners, it's lovely to see you too through your words and your voices. Mm-hmm. We thank you for participating in this podcast with us. <laughs> All right, everyone. Adios. Bye.